0: Let's all stand together this morning. It's good to be in the house of the Lord again today. Amen. We have a few written requests. We want to continue to remember Sister Chrissy, uh, Sister Dan, is niece, in our prayer. She is doing better, still not out of the woods, so we just want to continue praying for her that God will just make her completely whole. Amen. We will continue to remember Brother Ron and Sister Vicki. Sister Carol Jones is uh, really sick this morning. We remember her in our prayers. Also, uh, my dad is... um, getting checked in the hospital this afternoon. He, uh, They said his uh, heart was operating at 25% less than what it should be and that he is uh, AFib, which I think this means your heart's out of rhythm. And so they're going to try to get all that corrected and I think he has some fluid on his lungs. He's been struggling at night and use a breathing machine. So just remember him if you would this morning in your prayer as well. And also we, uh, on a better note this morning, Sister Ashley Franklin was healed on Wednesday night of a kidney stone. And we just want to praise the Lord for that. Give him all the praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And also, Sister Eugenia, she just wants to thank the Lord Jesus Christ for healing her. Praise the holy name. God bless you, Sister Eugenia. Amen. God is still moving. Prayers are still being answered this morning. Amen. If we'll just only believe. You have something on your heart, make it known by an uplifted hand. God sees the need this morning. He's very mindful, Brother John Amen.
1: Amen.
2: You believe he's still in the healing business, don't you? Hey, Amen. Let's just join together and pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord. Lord, once again, Lord, we come to you, Lord. Lord, we come to you, Lord, asking for our needs, Lord. Lord, we do this because you always answer them, Lord. You always move in a timely fashion. You always come down in our beings, Lord, and take care of us. We're so appreciative for that, Lord. You see many needs, Lord, laid upon the altar this morning, Lord. Many sicknesses going around, Lord, many distress, Lord. Lord, hard times upon our lives. You see the needs of your people as their hands was raised, Lord. The enemy's at war, he's fighting. But, Lord, there's a bride that's standing on your word, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to come and move for each and every one of these needs, each and every need in each one of our hearts, Lord. You see the condition of each one. You see the desire of each one. You see the outcome already of each one. We place them in your hands, Lord, that you would move for us, Lord. Touch the sick, Lord. Touch the lost, Lord. Lord, bring miracles among us, Lord, and let us have, Lord, more testimony than ever, Lord, to witness and to worship thine holy name, Lord. Lord, we give this service to you this morning, Lord. We've come, we've gathered, Lord. We've brought our spirits, we brought you with us, Lord to, Lord, to worship and to praise you, Lord. Let nothing hinder us, Lord. Move everything from our minds, Lord, that we may get out of the way. Lord, we may sing with Brother Mark, Lord, the songs of Zion and worship that holy name, Lord. And we can prepare our minds, prepare our hearts, Lord, to hear the word from our pastor, Lord. As, he would bring, Lord. We'd ask you to bless him in a special way this morning. Touch him, Lord. Touch the words coming forth. Touch each and every one of us, Lord. In your lovely name we pray. Amen. And amen. You can be seated just for a moment. Just real quick. Nothing else this morning. you come to have service this morning did you come to be blessed this morning amen
0: Amen. one more announcement this morning remember uh, sister naomi moat's baby shower is coming up this coming saturday april the 1st at 10 a.m here in the fellowship hall so all that wants to
3: Well, some folks I know by their name, and some I just know by their face, and some are known by their faith, and others are known by their race. All oh, but in the kingdom. And these are the days of Elijah Declaring the word of the Lord And these are the days of your servant Moses' righteousness being restored And these are the days of great trials Of men. What So... Joe. Storms raging high The waters around them Were troubled that night And fear filled their hearts And they thought they would die But they failed to remember That the master was nigh And And the winds all stood still Even the waters, they obeyed His will And He conquered the storms Just like He will mine If i just remain Say,
0: same yesterday, today, and forever.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: And every promise in
3: the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every time.
0: Be a little light, but I'm going to let it shine this light. morning. Praise the Lord. Yes. One more song, amen. Let's sing.
1: This. We'll sing. How many has a need
0: this morning? Yes. It may be small and it may be great, Glory. but God is the same. There's nothing too big for Him, yes. and He is here this morning. Let's sing this. Glory. Little girl was lying
3: there. People all were weeping. They just laughed at Jesus when he said she's only sleeping. As he took her by the hand, she began to live again.
0: the house, there's light where darkness used to be. Amen. We'll let you have your seats this morning as we have our rushers to come and receive the morning offering. You just give them to the Lord, and I know he'll bless every effort. We uh, regret not being here on Wednesday, but we know the Lord knows all. But uh, we want to announce uh, Sister Bethany Halton's birthday. Happy birthday, Sister Bethany. Let's give her a hand. Brother Aaron this morning has got a song for us, so Brother Aaron, why don't you make your way up today and sing for us.
4: my heart with songs.
0: How many are going to trust in the Lord this morning? Amen. We appreciate Brother Aaron. Uh, it's amazing what the Lord does for us. He brings us all kinds of gifts. Amen. So, not only is he going to be an interpreter, but the brother can
1: sing,
0: I understand he can play guitar. The list goes on. Thank the Lord for the gifts this morning and all that God has given us. Let's stand together as we invite our, our pastor to deliver what the Lord has laid on his heart for us today. At
1: night,
0: I
3: lay.
5: I believe there's gonna be a third pull that will pull the bride right out of this dimension. You believe it. We've had the first and the second pull. We're working on the third pull by the grace of God. It'll be a spoken word that will create a brand new body for us. You believe it. What a savior we serve this morning. You know, some of the believers back in Jesus' time. After a great campaign of healing, he told his disciples, let us go to the other side. And he went down into the bottom of the ship just to get a little rest. That's just about the way it is when Jesus is with us. Amen. And we feel just at peace with him. And suddenly there came up a storm. Hallelujah. Those are the times that we cry out. So, God, where are you at? All this time, he was still in the ship. All we have to do is just cry out to him. Your cries have woken the master. Let's sing it as the brethren come. This is the tide, the first fruits you give to the Lord, and he will bless you for doing so. Crossing the calm
3: sea with Jesus. The disciples were getting concerned. The wind started violently blowing. Oh, but he was asleep in the stern. Oh, does he not care that we perish? We're helpless and we're so afraid. Jesus arose when they called him and said to them, where is your faith? Because you prayed all night, because you held on with all of your might, child, your Christ master. He knows your voice. Oh, he knows your voice. Lift your hands, it's time to rejoice. Judge your cry.
5: Yes, they have. have Hallelujah. Okay. Oh, I feel the surge master. of God's power this place today. Hallelujah.
3: Oh, life has begun yes. and seeing no hope no in, in the, distance, the distance you're frightened with nowhere to run by now your vessel is filling and you're thinking that you'll surely drown oh you cry out from Hallelujah. the Savior. Oh, and you know that you can't give up now because you prayed all night. Because you held on with all of your might. Child, your Christ has awoke the man.
5: his bride this morning, hallelujah, I believe it was when the Spirit of the Lord was speaking back in the Old Testament, the Bible says that the voice of God went in behind a veil through the mercy seat, and Moses heard the voice of God, I believe you he will hear the voice of his bride this morning, doesn't matter what it is, hallelujah. Michael, he's more than able, he's more than able to meet every need according to his riches in glory. God bless you this morning, certainly appreciate our musicians, and I just want to thank you so very much for your sincere prayers on behalf of our niece, Chrissy Gibson. I'll give you a little bit more of an update uh, at the close of the service, but thank you so much. We were able to witness a miracle. Uh, from the time that we arrived there at the uh, hospital on uh, Thursday morning. You know, I was praying on Wednesday morning and just really laboring in prayer. And The Spirit of the Lord just kept speaking to my heart. The Bible says they shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. And I said, Lord, what can I do? What can I do? And the Spirit of the Lord said, ask not what you can do, just do. Ask not what you can do, just do go in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to thank God that He's able to do the miraculous. And somewhere about nine or so, I got a call from Brother Justin. He said, It's time for you to come up. Went in there and just laid my hands upon her, just a simple prayer. Hallelujah. 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 Hour by hour, hour by hour, God was changing and doing yes. miracles. When I said my goodbyes Thursday night, our precious sweetheart, she was up just laughing, talking, just giving God praise, and especially wanted me to give you, the church here, a special thank you and tell each of you that she loves you with godly love and perfect love and hope to get to meet you, the Lord willing. Amen. By his grace, we don't meet here in the rapture. God is able, isn't he? He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. If I've ever witnessed a miracle, I've seen a miracle. I've seen God just just by hour, just progressing, just doing spontaneous things as we prayed. in the body of Christ, a totality of prayer, and harmony around the world, we believe that God moved, and he will still continue to move. So we thank you so much for your continuing prayer. God bless you in the book of James chapter uh, 5, verses 16. I'd like you to look there with me remember our meetings are coming up now Uh, the banquet is um, May 26th through the 28th and registrations um, are already coming in the uh, website is open for the registration so get the word out I I just simply put something on uh, social media yesterday. I'm not fancy with all these things, but these young people are all savvy and fancy and can do all the beautiful flyers. So, if you feel like your church is a little inferior to all the other churches that's got beautiful flyers out there, you're more than welcome to make one and put it on a website, okay? If mine is too simple and just to the point, that's fine. So, you just go out and just create you one. We got all these young people out there and just Blast it out, get the word out, but the registrations are coming in, quite a bit came in yesterday and so forth for the meeting with Brother Joe Adams here, that's the Memorial Weekend Banquet, we've had that for many, many years here at the church, I would say at least 12, 13 years, and we thank God for the opportunity to serve the body of Christ, so youth banquet May 26th through the 28th, and then our anniversary meetings will be the 19th and 20th of August, with Brother Tim Pruitt, so we're looking for a great time of fellowship in the Lord. you love him this morning? Amen. In the book of uh, James, what did I say, James chapter 5 and verses 16, the Bible says, Confess your faults one to another. Now, this is not your sins. There's only one that you confess your sins to, and that is Jesus Christ. But confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another. That he might be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. There's no power as strong as the forces of heavens and earth uniting together. It will move anything out of the way. There's no at- atomic power, no nuclear power, no forces on earth that's as strong as the prayer of a righteous man. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I want to look at verse 1 there. Preacher now says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Now, I want you to remember that when you're going through your dark times, there's a season. It's not going to last forever. It's a season. You're only there for a season. The weather is breaking outside. It's a season. We're coming into springtime. It's a season. You're coming out of your nighttime, praise God, into a season where God is getting ready to move in your life. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. You believe that then in the book of Ephesians Ephesians chapter three verses eleven. Ephesians three, eleven. According to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. You, you have a purpose this morning. You're not just walking through life aimlessly without a purpose. If you love Jesus, you have a purpose. According to eternal purpose, which he has purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, to whom we have boldness, that's confidence, and access, that's approach, With confidence by faith of Him. Hallelujah. To whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of Him. What a blessing to be able to be children of God today that can come to the Lord Jesus knowing that the price has already been paid. And we're not going through some form of rituals, or creeds, or laws. Because even the Old Testament saints, back under the shadows of law, did not have this privilege that we have as Christians today. They did not even know who to pray to. All they knew was Jehovah. Whatever they see him manifest himself in, whatever the Hebrew expression for that event was, is who they call him. When uh, uh, Abraham took Isaac up to Moriah, and he prayed, uh, and God provided uh, a ram in the thicket, you understand that the Hebrew events for that was uh, Jehovah Jireh. Meaning God will provide himself a sacrifice. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shammah, uh, Jehovah the, she, the Shekinah glory. You can go through the Old Testaments and see one event after the next. That gives the expression of God manifesting himself. But only in the form of the events. He did, They did not know his name. The Old Testament saints of God did not know who God's name was but praise God today we know him because Jehovah of the old is Jesus Christ of the new today that we can come and pray with confidence and power and boldness to know that he will hear our prayers today that he will not just give a deaf ear to anything that we ask him. But we have access to him directly through the throne. Not through a priest. Not through a sacrifice. Not through a ritual. Not through anything else but straight to him. Because he is the creator of all things today. I want to speak to you. And I looked up back here. Almost 15 years ago, I spoke along this line uh, on your uh, Cronus prayers Lord, overflowing Lord. into your Kairos moments. And uh, the events that has been transpiring uh, around me the last uh, week has just really led me to the thought to revisit some areas to where we're able to look into what God has in store for us. Amen. And I trust somehow you'll come and bless our efforts this morning do you love him today do you have a need are you sick in the body you know God is able to touch you and heal you today Michael it was the grace of God that brought you here today to hear this message hallelujah God wanted you to hear it because there's going to be healing in your life and your family in your body and for your life today complete restoration is coming your way do you believe it how many believes that for your family Then let us bow our heads as you raise your hands to him. Father, I come before you once again, Lord. I have just engaged a scripture that says, To whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of Jesus Christ, we hold these petitions up before you, Lord. God, there are people here today that need a touch from God, that needs a a move of the Holy Spirit, that need you to touch them mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially. I pray the power of God will move in this meeting this morning, Lord. Meet the need of any individual under the sound of my voice in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the glory of God in Jesus' name. And the church says, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you now. You may be seated. Do you love him today? Brother Aaron, I especially uh, appreciate that song this morning. God bless you. Amen. We're trusting in the Lord, don't we? Do you love him today? Did you come to get blessed? I know he didn't come to just look at me and hear me. Amen. But you want to hear him, Jesus. The the, the, uh, the, f- the finality of all of our decree in life. The ultimate of our purpose. The finality of all things. That when we draw our last breath from this dimension. Oh, we find ourselves standing in a brand new body. In His presence knowing that He had all things in His hand today. Your cronus prayers overflowing um, into Kairos events. Now, God's children, I believe that we have one of the greatest privileges ever bestowed on humankind. We have the right, the boldness, and the freedom to break in on our Lord Jesus Christ at any given time. Our Heavenly Father sits on the throne in eternity, and as His right hand, the Bible tells us, since his son, our blessed Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible said that when he died and he conquered death, hell, and the grave, he ascended up and sat at the right hand of the Father. Do you believe that? And the fact that he's sitting as identified, that he has finished every work that needs to be done for his children on earth. Do you believe it? You see, outside of his throne are gates which open to all who are in Christ Jesus today. And at any time or any night around the clock I want you to understand that you you can have you can bypass our guarding angels, seraphims, and all the heavenly host to boldly enter into these gates and And approach our heavenly father. Hallelujah. The angels has to stand back. The throne guard. The guardians. All the seraphims. All of the heavenly hosts. Has to stand back. When a child of God. Begin to engage. In interceding. Before the throne of God. The angels know nothing about this. The seraphims, the cherubims, the mighty angels and all. As to stand back as a child of God. Though maybe not perfect in ourselves. But yet we have a connection into a higher dimension. Into a celestial realm. We can penetrate the throne room today. You believe it? I believe Christ has provided us with direct access to the Father. To receive all the mercy and grace uh, we need, uh, no matter what our circumstances are. Hallelujah. One place Paul tells us that the weakest saint upon his knees will cause the devils to tremble. You don't have to be perfect to pray. All you have to do is pray. You believe it? You don't have to be perfect to come to the throne of God. He has already made the way. He's already the perfect sacrifice. He's already paid a penalty for sins. He's already taken care of all your iniquities and your shortcomings. They are under the blood of Jesus Christ. All you have to do is believe and pray in Jesus' name. You believe it. Lifting them out of history as a backdrop, Brother Branham said, 1958. And seemingly, we've had a silent God for a long time. But the hour has come where He's going to rise on the scene. Hallelujah. I believe He may have been silent for a while. He may have been in the stern of the ship sleeping today. But I believe your voice, your cry, your prayer has welcomed the master. I believe it's time as children of God for us to storm the throne room of heaven. We are able to move the heavenly dimension as sons and daughters of God. You believe that? Yes, seemingly we've had a silent for a long time. Hallelujah! But the hours come where He's going to rise on the scene. Now there are two common Greek words that are often translated as "time" in our English Bibles. One is Chronos, and the other is Kairos. In our fast-paced world, we are very familiar with Chronos time because. It relates to the ticking of the clock, your wristwatch, your, your timepiece. It relates to the actual hour and minutes that fly by us day by day. Uncertain, deviation, a space of time, intervals, and delays. This is what chronos time is equal to. You know, uh, oftentimes uh, uh, when we are praying to God, it is, uh, it is very tempting to uh, move God to uh, our desires or our needs. But I want to show you this morning that uh, these times are rather important to God that we pray in these moments uh, uh, to Him. I want to give you an example of this in John chapter 5 and verses 6. The Bible said when Jesus saw him lie, he knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He said unto him, will thou be made whole? The text refers to a man who had been crippled, the Bible said, for 38 years. That is a long time. According to what we know, that is a long time. His body had atrophied and crippled under the condition of time. And he had been laying in that place for 38 years. But the master came by and visited him. And asked him a question. Will thou be made whole? He had been praying for a long time in the season of Kronos for a while. I want to speak to you this morning. Perhaps you are in that season of your life to where you have been praying. You have been waiting. You have been travailing. You have been in that stage for a while. Keep on praying. Hallelujah. Kairos, on the other hand, is... The appropriate timely season. And here's an example of a Kairos uh, uh, situation in uh, John 5 and and 4. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. So here's this man in a chronos condition of time, laboring and waiting and trusting in Almighty God, knowing that his faith is in Jesus. But now in verses 4, we understand that at a certain season uh, that we see God dispatched the angels uh, of heaven to move on behalf uh, of this man that was praying in uh, Tejas time. I want you to understand uh, that ordinary prayer in dry times uh, is what I call a chronos prayer. And that is the prayer within chronos, ordinary times. It is the day in and day out prayers that seems to have little effects. But in truth, is slowly filling the bowels of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. That prayer is moving closer to your, uh, your requests. Even though it seems so uh, long that the, the tedium of the prayer seemed to be so wearisome. I want to say to you today that there's a Kairos moment that God is getting ready to release into your lives. You believe it? Get your shout amen. Amen. Stay in the Kronos because it will produce a Kairos event in your lives. See, we often have no idea that our prayers are doing anything. Sometimes it even seems as, why do I even pray? Because the condition gets worse and worse. This man for 38 years has watched his body deteriorate. I crippled him to a condition, but he kept on praying. Hallelujah. And at the Kairos moment, God says, I want you to go down there and trouble the water. Hallelujah. Because it's season for a breakthrough in your life. You believe it. Oh, you know, that day by day, little by little, we are preparing for a moment of climax. Oftentimes we have no idea what is going on. He sings as God have a deaf ears upon our prayer. And Satan moves in and tells us that God don't care. Your children are far gone. The circumstance has worsened. Oh, the condition has starting to atrophied. And becoming crippled and handicapped, but praise God, hallelujah. There's a season that God is getting ready to move in your life. You believe that? Oh, I love what the scripture says there. And an angel went down at a certain season, at a certain season. I don't know where you're at in your prayers, but I believe somebody in this church is getting ready to leave here in a season, a season, a season of springtime, a time where God moves you out of the impossible into all things that are possible today. You believe it? Oh my, just keep on praying. Day by day, little by little, Amen. preparing for your climax. Hallelujah. God, I don't understand it, but I know one thing. My prayers are coming up. And I know God is getting ready to move like he's never moved before. I can't see it. I can't feel it. I can't, I can't. I don't understand it. But I know who is in control. You believe it. Revelation chapter 8 verses 4. Revelations 8 and 4. The book of Revelation 8 and 4. And the smoke of the incense which came up with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Every prayer is an incense that comes up in the presence of God. Then God said that, that your, your, your evening offering is an oblation of a, an incense, of sweet-smelling incense that comes up into the presence of God. Praise God. You don't even have to be a church to pray. Hallelujah. The worse the condition gets, that's when you can somehow muster the prayer and say, Though God slay me, yet I will trust Him, for I shall come forth. You believe it? Hallelujah. Kairos prayer, on the other hand, is the travail that brings the special times. The appointed, the divine appointments... On God's calendars to pass, you believe it in Revelation eight and five. Watch this: and the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. There were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. You see, these times are characterized by certain. Climatic events, uh, uh, for example, in Kairos uh, uh, of harvest, spoken of uh, our Lord Jesus in Matthew 13 and 30, the Bible says, Until the harvest, and in the time of harvest, these times are characterized by certain climatic events. Of a harvest in our lives, until the harvest, church. I want to tell you this morning: there's a harvest coming your way. Amen. It's time for a harvest in your life. You have sown. You have prayed. You have ordained, and it's time now to reap a harvest in your life. You believe it, and Jesus says, "Until the harvest, uh, in the time of harvest." You see, uh, what is important here is that much prayer must be presented uh, to the Lord during the, the chronos times, before there can be an overflow into Kairos events, amen, there must be a lot of prayers made. Lord, I don't know what else to say, but I'm praying in Jesus' name. Because there's getting ready to be an overflow of a special harvest in my life. Glory. I don't know how and when, but it's coming in Jesus' name. You believe it? As intercessors, uh, we may pray for years uh, uh, in Kronos. In Kronos. Tedium. Before we experience the Kairos passion of God's visitation. This man was in that condition for 38 years. He had prayed tedium prayers. He has reached out in arms, begging God to do something supernaturally. But it was at that season of Kairos, that moment of harvest, that God says, you're getting ready to get your deliverance that you've been looking for. What you've been praying for. You're so close to it right now. Believe it. Chronos is when uh, a sheer volume of prayers uh, will affect the heavens. Hallelujah. When you begin to pray and I begin to pray. And this church begin to pray. And the bride begin to pray. Suddenly there are no differences amongst us. When a crisis arises, we become who we are. The bride of Christ. Forget about lines drawn in the sand and boundaries. We now become the wife of God. Hallelujah. And we know how to walk in to the throne. Believe it. Let us not lose heart when we do not see immediate results. Amen. These chronos prayers will bring forth an extraordinary Cairo season of appointed time that results to answer prayers in our lives. You've just been praying and praying and laboring. Days has gone into weeks and weeks has gone into months. But yet uh, the problem still is there staring you in the face. But I want you to know today that you've never been any closer to your victory as you are today. Because every prayer is bringing you closer. Amen to your promise into your appointed season on God's calendar. Because on God's big calendar, he is marked the dates. Hallelujah. And you're closer to that appointed time where the angels of God are getting ready to stir up the water in your life. All you've got to do is step in by faith and be delivered today. Believe that. Every one of us have got an appointed time. Amen. God knows that time. Now, I want you to understand now that uh, uh, faithful chronos prayers uh, was evident in the life of a man by the name of uh, Cornelius, a devout, God-fearing uh, uh, Gentiles. And notice in the book of Acts chapter 10 verses 4, stated that Cornelius and prayed prayers and rose before God as a remembrance. Look at Acts 10 and 4. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? And he said unto him, thy prayers and thy alms are come up for a memorial before God. Praise God. Do you believe it? It's stated that the prayers of Cornelius rose up into the presence of God. And God remembered his prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you worry, saints of God. Not one prayer has been forgotten by God. Every detail, every every area, every detail of that prayer, God knows about it. You know it today. You know it's right. And and Cornelius, and I want you to think about this soberly. At Cornelius not pray in chronos time. He would not have seen the Cairo's events of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost upon the Gentile church. Because we were heathens. We needed God. We needed prayer. But there was a man that was praying. Hallelujah. And the Bible said his prayer suddenly rose up into the presence of God. And on the other side, God was pouring out the Holy Ghost. You believe that? Series of uh, divine encounters that led to uh, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost uh, on the Gentiles. Praise God. I'm glad somebody prayed for me. Praise God. You may think, well, my prayer is not doing anything. That's a lie. It's moving one cent at a time. It's moving you closer to that appointed mark on God's calendar where the harvest is getting ready to happen. So, patience is. In the midst of, uh, in the midst of intercession, it, it, it's never easy. It never is easy to have patience in a in the midst of a, of an intercession. But it will produce a breakthrough. You believe it? It will produce a breakthrough. Step by step, prayers by prayer, in truths. And accumulation of prayer releases awesome results against principalities and the enemies of God. You believe it? Yes, accumulation of prayer releases the power of God upon satanic mischiefs in your lives. Upon satanic curses in your lives. Accumulation of prayer will disintegrate the purpose of Satan. You believe it? Hallelujah. Let me take you to the book of Daniel just for a moment. Daniel was chosen to serve in a place of king, Nebuchadnezzar. And we understand that throughout these years in the palace of the king, Nebuchadnezzar, that Daniel developed a pattern that, he served, that served him very well. The Bible said that three times a day he got down on his knees and he prayed. In Babylon, he prayed. You believe it? You can pray in Babylon. You can pray in our crisis. You can pray in our darkness because your prayers are piercing the darkness. For 70 years, possibly, he knelt at his window and faced Jerusalem, the Bible said, and prayed, Lord, take us home to rebuild. The temple. Because you see. He knew by prophetic uh, utterance. That God had said that. uh, uh, The Israelites would be in Babylon for 70 years. And Daniel now held to the promise. Hallelujah. And for 70 years. uh, He prayed three times a day. Lord take us back to rebuild Jerusalem. What do you imagine praying the same prayer for 70 years? Not once a day, but three times a day, Daniel yes. prayed the, the same prayers. Yes. What am I telling you this morning? Keep praying the same prayers. My sights I'm here. My son is safe. Yes. My daughter is safe. Yes. My body is here. Yes. Praise God. Do you believe it? There's victory in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, in my body, in my church, in my family. Come on, church. Be praying that prayer today. You believe it? Amen. That's ordinary, persistent uh, chronos prayer. Lord, uh, take us home to rebuild the temple. Three times a day, three times a day. Daniel, take us home to rebuild your temple, Lord. Hallelujah. You'll Believe us. You know what Satan lies to you and tells you? That you don't have to pray again. God heard you already. Come on, church. He may have already heard us, but he wants to hear you. Rehearse your prayers to him. Come on. God loves to hear your voice coming up through the blood. You believe that? God does not even see us. He only hears our blood coming up through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God only has to see. He doesn't have to see the condition. All he hears is a voice through the blood. Hallelujah. Do I have a voice this morning? Do I have a voice coming up through the blood? Lord, I'm calling you on the scene, Lord. I'm in a state of desperation. I'm knocking on heaven's door. Do you believe it? Amen. I'm sure sure there were days when, uh, you know, Daniel wondered if his prayer would ever be answered. But Daniel learned the secret that all intercessors must discover if they would be effective in their prayers. Daniel searched the scriptures to understand the counsels of God. you believe us? We have been commissioned to pray because we have an advocate. You believe that? We have an advocate. We're not praying wishful prayers. We're not praying a mist. We're praying to Jesus Christ. The answer and the finisher of our faith. The one that is able to do the miraculous. The one that is able to move supernaturally in our lives. He is God's provided place of worship. You believe that? You see, he was not praying mindless or wishful prayers, but uh, adderance informed uh, p- a petition before God. You believe it? Hardened, uh, informed petition before Almighty God. He wasn't coming just uh, amiss. He was coming uh, uh, with informed uh, petition. Lord, I've got a niece. You see the condition. It's getting worse all the time. But Lord, I'm here to inform you of my petition in Jesus' name. Look at Daniel chapter 9 and verses. 2 with me quickly. And Daniel said, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, the prophets, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. He did not, uh, he did so and formed, the Bible said, uh, a, a position of intimacy with God as a friend. As he come to God three times a day, and as he scrolled over the scripture, the scriptures, he came to God with with petitions that had already been promised. He was bringing God now to fulfill His word to him. The Bible said, and he would accomplish seven years in the desolation of Jerusalem. He did so from a position of intimacy. As a friend with God. Hallelujah. You see as he talked to God three times a day. He developed a position of intimacy with God. God now became his friend. And Jesus said to his disciples in John 15 and 14. He are my friends. If you do whatsoever I command you. To be God's friend is to receive the responsibility of prayer in our lives. You believe us? We must acknowledge the responsibility as sons of God, as daughters of God, to be intercessors in God's house. You believe this? We understand that this was Abraham's experience. When God, uh, when God was about to destroy uh, uh, Sodom, in Genesis, uh, we notice uh, uh, in Genesis uh, chapter, I think chapter nine, there we see that, uh, uh, or eighteen rather, we understand that Abraham experienced uh, God. He was able to experience uh, when God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He shared his secret with Abraham. You see, Abraham had a relationship of intimacy with God. He didn't just pray once a day, but he prayed every day. He prayed his heaven, his prayers filled the heaven day and night. He was in a position of intimacy with God. You believe that? That God even said of Abraham, you are my friend. How many you like to be a friend with God? You're my friend. You know why Abraham? Because you talk to me. You don't burden me. You talk to me. Come on church. You've got to talk to him. If you love him, you've got to talk to him. You've got to be the intercessor to talk to him. Amen. This was Abraham's experience. When God was about to destroy Solomon Gomorrah, he shared his secret with Abraham. Look at Genesis uh, chapter 18 and verses 17. Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Hallelujah. Shall I hide from my friend Abraham what I'm about to do, seeing that he's getting ready to become the father of nations? Shall I hide from Abraham that I would destroy the wicked and I would burn up Sodom and Gomorrah? Why? Because he was a friend with God and had a relationship of intimacy. You believe that? And God then laid on his shoulders the very faith of these cities. Remember the angel asking Abraham. The very faith of Sodom and Gomorrah was laid upon the shoulders of Abraham. Oh God, what an awesome responsibility. Amen. God... As vested in us, his believing bride on earth, authority by which we may determine the destinies of nations and governments that God asked Abraham, what shall I do with these cities? You believe it. Amen. Daniel has the power to determine the destiny of Babylon. And so is a child of God. Has the power. Amen. Over the destiny of their families. You believe that? Amen. Abraham has such an intimacy with God that the angel said the fate of this nation lie in your hands Abraham. Amen. The fate of Babylon lie in the hand of Daniel. And so is it today. The fate of your family lies within the power of your prayers. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, the government and the authorities over your children's life lie in the power of your prayers. You believe that? Yes, Abraham expected God to move on the scene. And he expects us to use our authority both for his glory and for our own good tonight. What is it that you need in the name of Jesus? Didn't Brother Ram tell us that? Amen. Uh, I believe in the questions answering the seals are questions and answers. Uh, hallelujah. He said that third point will come in amongst the bride. Amen. And when we have a need, uh, the power of God will come in to us, into our bodies. If our brother cornfield is burning up up there, and there's a drought. Brother, I see you need a little bit of water. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak rain over your cross. I speak life over your family. I speak life over the church. I speak healing in your bodies. I speak your mind being at peace. Let there be rain at BT this morning. You believe it? In the name of Jesus Christ. I speak. Therefore, hallelujah. I believe. Therefore, I speak. What is it you need? A revival in your soul. I speak the rain of God's power and spirit into your lives. Receive it in Jesus' name. If we fail to do so, We are answerable to the consequences. And Daniel was faithful in his responsibility. The Bible said for 70 years he dominated the political scene of Babylon. Unflinchingly holding to the worship of Jehovah through Kronos intercessions. Nothing going to happen unless Daniel said it's going to happen. He has control over the political, uh, the political powers uh, and the scenery over Babylon. Amen. Nothing can happen unless Daniel, amen, said it's going to happen. You believe it? Yes. Amen. No circumstances is going to consume you. And no, you're not going to die in your unbelief. It doesn't control you. You control it by the grace of God. Yes. Yes. As he held to the worship of Jehovah... Amen, through these Cronus moments of intercession, hallelujah. He dominated the political scene in Babylon. Babylon couldn't do anything with Daniel. Amen, they tried to throw him in the lion's den. They couldn't burn the Holy Ghost out of him. Come on, church. Yes, when he was old, the Bible tells us the time came for him to change the very course of history. As was his custom, Daniel, the Bible says, was coursing over the prophetic scriptures. Suddenly his eyes fell on Jeremiah 29 and 10. Look with me now. For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you. And causing you to return to this place. Imagine Daniel now. After many years of tedium prayers. His hair might have gotten white. But now he's looking at the scripture. And his eyes fell on the appointed season. Oh, praise God. It must be a flash of lightning that uh, exploded in the old prophet's heart. And Daniel quickly checked his calendar. I could hear him screaming, it's time,
1: it's time, it's time.
5: Hallelujah. It's time. Tell somebody beside you, it's time. It's time for my deliverance. It's time for my victory. You believe it? Thank you, Lord. I can hear him shouting. His gray hair. Hallelujah. It's time. It's time. He cried out, it's time. it's time. It's time. It's the season. It's the appointed time. It's time for the harvest. Shout it out right now. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Hallelujah. My God, am my. the it must have been a shouting meeting for the old prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. Usually they see him three times a day at his window praying. Now, he, now he's shouting. It's time, Shadrach. <coughs> Pardon me. It's time, Meshach. It's time, Abednego. It's time, guards. It's time, Nebuchadnezzar. It's time, politics. It's time problems. It's time troubles. It's time all circumstances. It's time season. This is a season of the time. You believe it? 70 years was up. And I can hear and said, we are going back to Jerusalem. Telling the devil right now is going back to what it was. Is going back to what it was. Now, the devil, you may have lied to me. You may have stole from me. You may have afflicted me. But I'm going back to what I was. It's time. It's a season. We're going back to Jerusalem. you believe it in Jesus' name. It was a time of Kairos moment. An appointed season was manifested Manifested and divine appointment on god's calendar came to pass it was a kairos prayer overflowing into a, a chronos prayer rather overflowing into a kairos events you believe it Praise god don't you give up in those uh, chronos time you're getting ready to overflow into a kairos explosion that people that have laughed at you and made fun of you. And ridicule you. i going to say, is this the same person? Is this the same one I put in the pits? <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, church. I thought you would die in the pits. I thought your purpose had died in the pits. But praise God. Joseph is coming up in the name of Jesus. You believe it? Hallelujah. Praise God, it was the Kronos prayers overflowing into Kairos events. Now remember that Daniel's environment hadn't changed. Amen, it hadn't changed. But what a change was is understanding of God's plans and purpose. Praise God. You believe it? Your environment may not change. But I want you to understand That uh, you have a revelation of God's plans and purpose. And when you understand, when your understanding is enlightened of God's plans and purpose for your life. You will then see God's true purpose of Kronos prayers. Hallelujah. Oh God, I don't mind now. I don't mind praying now because... (laughs) My environment hasn't changed yet. Hallelujah. Come on, church. I oh, hope praise God. But my understanding of my plans and my purpose, hallelujah, has not changed. Come on. You believe it. What has changed is the understanding that God's plan and purpose will not be defeated in your life. Despite the long period of prayers, despite that hardship of travail, God's plan and purpose. Are you listening to me this morning? Am I talking to you today? God's plan and purpose hasn't changed. You believe it? Do you love him today? You appreciate the Lord today. Oh, what a wonderful God. You see, God had brought this prophetic friend. Into a divine known. Hallelujah. They said, Daniel, don't you worry. All I'm doing is clearing up your understanding of this whole thing. Amen. This old trial thing. This old character building thing. I'm just going to clear it up for you because my plans and my purpose haven't changed. Amen. I'm bringing you into the known right now, into God's intelligent system. Hallelujah. So, Daniel, the Bible said, humbled himself and confessed the sin of his people yes. and prayed for the fulfillment of the secret God had revealed to him. Yes. Look, look at verses 20 of Daniel 9 9 and 20. The Bible said while I was speaking and praying and confessing uh, my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. Verses 21, uh, yet whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom uh, I had se- seen in a vi- uh, vision at the beginning, being caused to uh, fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. Yes! Daniel Cronus' intercession brought about a Kairos visitation of the man Gabriel. Hallelujah. The man had so much power that he caused Gabriel to come into his presence. Praise God. You're not the nobody. You're not just anybody. You're the wife of Jesus Christ. Praise God. You're the wife of Jesus Christ. You can bring Gabriel right into your midst this morning. you believe it. Hallelujah. The Bible said, heaven released the anointing and dispatched the angel Gabriel. Hallelujah. I'm not sending Wormwood. I'm not sending any of the other angels. I'm sending Gabriel. You you know why? Because your prayer is worthy of Gabriel. Because when Gabriel comes, he's the announcing angels. Hallelujah. Come on, church. He's the announcing angel. When Gabriel comes, he's going to announce your victory. Glory, church. The angel Gabriel is coming to announce your victory. You believe it? Amen. When he called on Wormwood, uh, Wormwood could have went. He's over nature, creation. He could have called on Michael. Michael is the mighty angel, the warring angel. But when, uh, when uh, Daniel began to penetrate the throne room, uh, the Bible said that God had to say, Gabriel, you're going to have to go. Amen. You can demand from God, Amen. To send you the answer as you say in your Kronos moments, Amen. That God will deliver the answer. Praise God, and we read it. And while he was praying, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening uh, oblation. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, while Daniel was in prayer, that Gabriel had to say, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. You can stop praying now. Hallelujah! Kairos moment is here. Amen. Harvest is here.
1: Get up, Daniel. Hallelujah!
5: Take off your sackcloth and ashes. Rise up as the son of God. Shake off the dust, Amen, of this uh, of this problem. Rise up in the name of Jesus. But while you're praying, I, Gabriel, I've come with the announcement to tell you that all is well in Jesus' name. You believe this? Daniel's prayers were not just mere routine. He knew the value of what he was doing, the Bible says. At another time, he had fasted and prayed for three weeks to understand a vision the Lord had showed him. The Bible said that prayer burst forth from his hardship and found its way into the very source of God Why? Because Daniel exerted in the heavenly realm the authority of a holy life. Bursting forth from his holy life, his prayer found itself in the very, very source and the throne room of God. That even God himself has to say, was that Daniel? Was that Daniel's prayer I heard? You know why? Because uh, Daniel exerted a holy life on earth. Right. Amen. He was a man that had uh, made a determination that I will not defy my body with the king's meats. That Laosia is not going to get a hold of me. Yes. Hallelujah. That's a perversion of this world, it cannot hold me any longer. You believe it? Yes. The Bible said for 70 years uh, he had remained faithful to God. Uh, from his youth, you believe that amen, and though he lived in Babylon, he had not allowed the spirit of Babylon to live in him, and because of that, he, his prayers were affecting and binding the principalities and powers over Babylon. Hallelujah. Can you say that about your prayers? Is binding the principalities and powers uh, over the head of your children. That's Praise Lord. God! Lord. How do you believe it? The old Brother Jones, they're getting worse. They're doing this, that's but Lord. Satan can't take their souls because your prayer is holding it. That's you believe that? Your prayers are holding it. When Daniel prayed, dominated every principalities and power that was over Babylon, and so is your prayers. Hallelujah. They may, they may get hurt. They may have some bruise. Right. They'll make some mistakes. Yes. But Satan can't take their lives. Yes. Because your prayer is holding. Yes. You believe us? Yes. Daniel dominated the whole of uh, babbling with his prayers. Daniel prayer from a pure, righteous heart, so affected. So affected heaven that the angel Gabriel came to him saying, As soon as you begin to pray, an answer was given, which I've come to tell you, that you're highly esteemed. Praise God. Are you with me this morning? You're highly esteemed. Not only am I going to answer your prayer, but I want to tell you that you're highly esteemed. What a testimony of a praying son and a daughter of God, that Gabriel came from heaven Woke him up from his knees and said, I want to tell you, excuse me, pardon me, bride of Christ. You're highly esteemed. You believe it? And the first thing that God said through his messenger was heaven's estimation of a chronos intercessor. That they are highly esteemed. Hallelujah. Amen. Heaven had to declare uh, the estimation of a Kronos uh, intercessor. That they are highly esteemed. Yes. Are you highly esteemed? That yes. Satan has to say. You are highly esteemed. Yes. When you pray. There's trouble for me. Amen. You believe it. Yes. Look at Daniel 9 and 23. Quickly. Amen. And at the beginning of thy supplications. This is Gabriel speaking now. That the commandment went forth. And I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Amen. Oh, church of God. Hallelujah. That thou art greatly beloved. You're going through hell. You're going through problems. You're going through hardship. You're going through everything. But God came and told me to tell you that you're greatly beloved. Somebody shout amen. Amen, you're greatly beloved. Oh, our church needs Daniel's intercessors that will live holy life and give authority to their intercession. An intercessor cannot bind demons when he or she is bound by them this morning. But I want to say today that these highly esteemed of the Lord scare the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. These highly esteemed of the Lord scared the devil. Lord, I'm still struggling with overcoming this habit. Lord, I'm still struggling with all these things in my body. But God says you are greatly beloved. You believe it? You're greatly beloved. You're highly favored of God. You believe that? And Satan don't know what to do with you. And devils don't know what to do with you. These highly esteemed of the Lord scared the devil. Yes. You begin to pray. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Not Brother Jonathan again. Oh no. Don't let him pray. Amen. Yes. Not Brother Nathan. Don't let him pray. Yes. Amen. Not Brother Pat, don't let him pray. Yes. Not Sister Shirley. Don't let her pray. Yes. Let me tell you something, friends. Uh, these highly esteemed of the Lord rattle hell. Satan's not afraid of experts who can quote the message and debate subject matter. They have little power over his kingdom. Rather, he fears men and women who give themselves to prayer and fasting and carry authority in the heavens because of their holy, righteous lives. And they are the people who bring about. The Kairos moments of God in their lives. Hallelujah. Weak and feeble, struggling from day to day, battles of the mind, inflictions in the bodies, struggling with habits, still fighting like you never fought before. And God sent for me to come to the house and tell you that you're greatly beloved. That you highly esteem the God. Amen. The shaking kingdoms. You believe it? It's no wonder that Satan is threatened by these committed uh, chronos intercessors. Amen. They know the secret of God and have been given authority to bring them to pass. And this is the key of intercessors the authority given by the Father. You have the power in the name of Jesus. You have the authority in the name of Jesus. You believe that? Look at Isaiah 22 and verses 22. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder. So he shall open and none shall shut. He shall shut and none shall open. To do anything less. It's to fervent our authority uh, in the heavens and to become uh, passive uh, spectators uh, on the sideline of the church. But praise God. Hallelujah. God is raising up an invincible army in this hour. You believe it? You believe that? Oh, yes. This involvement. I want to say this involvement carries a cost. It carries a cost. After Daniel stepped into the Lord's counsel, the Bible tells us he found himself in the lion's den. We can expect no less today. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're an intercessor, you can expect no less. After Gabriel's visitation, after he was highly esteemed of God, he was favored of God. The next thing he knew, he was in the lion's den. Glory. Oh, but praise God, there is a God that can deliver Daniel. You believe that? You see, Daniel's chronoslaver prayer led to testings which brought about a Kairos explosion of divine visitation in the lion's den. Hallelujah. I thought, where, where, oh my God, where is I thought we just, we just put one man, where did the fart man come from? How come the lions are laying down like pussycats? Because God is a Kairos Harvest. Believe that. Hallelujah. You can expect, expect nothing less this morning as sons and daughters of God. We must persist through chronos prayers despite the distraction and misfortune we experience. And like Daniel, we must be focused, undistracted, uh, uh, and determined, uh, refusing uh, to take no for an answer. No, Satan. No is no. No is no is no. No is not yes. N-O is no. And I'm telling you right now, no. You need to go out and say it right now. No, Satan. Come on, church. No, Satan. It ain't going to happen today. Hallelujah. You believe it? This is prevailing prayer. The sign of the bride is a woman in travail. You believe it? Look at Revelation 12 and 2. And she being what child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. Whenever we see this travail, we can be assured that great spiritual Kairos moments are just ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you feeling the pain? Are you in travail? Go on and lift your hands up. It's all right. Hallelujah. Does that problem, that circumstance consume you? Are you in travail? Well, I got news for you. You're getting ready to be delivered. You believe it? Something has been birthed in the realms of the spirit that will evoke divine appointments in your lives. This travail is God's means of bringing forth all that he has promised and purposed in your life. You believe that? And just as a woman cannot choose the moment of which she will give birth to the child, she carries. So there is a birthing in the spirit that comes spontaneously. Hallelujah. You believe it? So is the bursting uh, in your life that comes uh, at that sudden moment. You find yourself, Lord, you did it for me. You didn't have to do it, but you did. You didn't have to save me, but you did. You didn't have to heal me, but you healed me. You didn't have to deliver me, but you delivered me. You believe it? It cannot be surmounted by mental exertions, friends. It comes by the Lord's appointment and in his timing. In Isaiah 66 and 9, I come to a close. He said, shall I bring to birth and not cause to bring forth? Come on, church. Say to the Lord. Shall I cause to bring forth and shut the womb? Say to the Lord. If God has birthed it in you. A chronos moment. You're coming out giving birth to an appointed season of harvest in your life is what I'm simply saying. And saints, if you want to see the extraordinary kairos moments. It will be birthed by extraordinary chronos prayers in our lives. The holy travail. God is sending on his faithful ones who have persisted in chronos times and are now privileged to give birth to these kairos times An explosion of victory in your life. In the holy season, our focus is completely on our burden and our prayers. And there is complete consecration yeah. to prayer that moves us beyond the routine of our daily lives. Yeah. into extended periods of prayer. Yeah. Tears become a chronos prayer daily meets. Yeah. And we need to seek God's face for the gift of tears this morning. If we have no tears, it's because our hearts are parched. And the shedding of tears shows that the heart is engaged in the presence of God. Oh God. Oh I love you so much. I love you so much. Where are the tears today I ask? I want to ask God for the gift of tears uh, unexpected. And Jesus himself was unaccepted from weeping. The Bible says in Hebrews 5 and 7, Who in the days of his flesh, When he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears. We need a Kairos moment. But we will only, it will only come by a Kronos intercession. Our churches, our homes, our families are controlled by demonic principalities and the enemies of God. We need intercessors who by their travail will pull down principalities and close the mouths of these lions. Do I have an intercessor on board with me this morning? Somebody that will say, I will intercede with you. We need spiritual warriors who will not be discouraged nor distracted by Laosia's influences. A true intercessor calls the heaven itself to fall silent. And the heavenly hosts and celestial fairs suspend their ceaseless singing so the prayer of a saint on earth can be heard. That when these intercessors' prayers are going up, uh, that uh, God at the Shh. Sh- angels. Shh. Michael. Wormwood. Shh. Gabriel. The prayer is coming up. Hallelujah. That it causes silence in heaven so that your prayers can come up before the throne of God. This is how much power you have in your prayer lives this morning. You believe it. True saints of God, human beings, have intervened into the heavenly realms. And the uninterrupted flow of Kronos' prayers brings halt to uh, the, the angel worship. And this allows uh, the true intercessors now to penetrate the throne room and dominate the heavenly realms for a space of time. This is why we read there that we have access and boldness to come into the throne of God. Unrestricted access into the throne of God. Uninterrupted access that God has to hush the angels and says, My son is praying. My daughter is praying. Stop singing. Hallelujah. Stop singing. Amen. Their prayers are coming up now. Amen. Stop singing. Praise God. The expected became suddenly possible because God's spirit, God's people on earth have evoked the heavens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The angels are standing back. An entire throne room has been evoked by an intercessor on earth. And God said, this is my son. The tears of desperate souls have been heard. And what happened next happened because people prayed. I want to close with one spiritual interruption of nature that happened in the Old Testament. As our musician, get ready to come now. Elijah had several days of chronos prayer when nothing seemed to be moving 2 Kings 18 and 43. Elijah said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there's nothing. And he said, go again seven times. Praise God. Let me close. Pray again and look. Amen. He said, there's nothing. He was under that chronos anointing as an intercessor. Amen. He said, go and look. And he said, he came back. And he said, there is nothing. He said, go again seven times. You see, Elijah was persistent through his chronos ordinary time. The day in and day out, prayer just seems to have little effect, but it was slowly filling the bowels of heaven. But then suddenly, a kairos moment burst forth, and you heard these words. Look at the next, uh, verses 44. And it came to pass at the seventh time. He said, Behold, there riseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, go up and say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariots, and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. Look at the next verse. And it came to pass, in the meanwhile, that the heaven was black with cloud and wind, and there was a great rain. Hallelujah. What happened, friends? times uh, of prayer Burst into a Kairos moment One time you were praying And there was nothing And then suddenly It went into overdrive And flowed into a Kairos uh, Divine intervention And suddenly uh, Gehazi said I see the cloud The size of a man's hand He said well then go up and tell Ahab uh, You better get down before The rain stops you When God's getting ready and to bless you, the devil can stop you. There might be no sign of nothing happening during your chrono stands. But rest assured, there's a great rain coming. Let me close by telling you, there is a great rain coming. Kairos is in, inevitable in your life. There is a great rain that's coming. You believe it? Your Kairos prayer has overflowed into uh, your Kronos, has overflowed into a Kairos moment in your life. You believe it. You believe that with all your heart. Highly favored of God. Dearly beloved of God. Would you stand with me today? Amen. We give Him praise. We give Him honor and we give Him glory. For we know that He's in charge of our lives we know he's a God of the heavens Uh, he that was which shall come prophet, priest, and king line of the tribe of Judah hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Elijah said go go and look again hallelujah Hallelujah. I see nothing that's okay I'm going to pray some more amen the more he prayed hallelujah suddenly he said Elijah I got something to tell you I see a cloud hallelujah I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. I don't know about you, but I'm going to prophesy. I see the cloud the size of a man's hand, and it's over you today. Hallelujah. I want you to get your empty barrels. Amen. Get everything that you want God to fill up in the name of Jesus. Because God's getting ready to send you rain. You're moving in your season of harvest in the name of Jesus. you believe it? Do you love him this morning? Give the Lord a good clap offering. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord.
3: You say I'm not able I'm too young Or I'm too old And I can't sing or teach and no title do I hold, Lord, what can I do? For I want to do my part, and I want to help the hurting with all of my heart, so there's healing dominators the money power child has gone so far though I try my best to reach them their hearts just seem so hard Lord what can I do to help bring them back to you for my family's lost and died my word.
5: Christ and God do the miraculous things. Praise God. God is so wonderful to us. Isn't he? He's a miracle working God. There's a young man that's been coming amongst us here for some time now. Brother Hernan, God bless you. And uh, he has been coming to the services and God has just been quickening to him the revelation of uh, water baptism and uh you showing a desire to want to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, this morning, so we we'll just if, we'll ask you if you will just come this way and just lead him to the uh, changing room. He's a precious, precious brother. We love him, and we know that God is mindful of him. I want to read this particularly today, because I want to expound just a little bit, Matthew 28:19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. There's no place in the Bible that says for us to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Ghost. It's Title. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. In the name of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Acts 12. don't you love the Lord you appreciate him God is just so wonderful when you think of the goodness of the Lord and his blessings that's upon the bride of Christ oh Bible's getting old Find the scripture. What is it? Acts. Acts chapter. Where's the name? Somebody help me. I can't seem to pull it together here. When they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's the name for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Notice baptism brings you into position to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, to all that are far off, even as many as. The Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received this word was baptized. on the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. I want to say today that, and I know Brother Hernan is listening to me, that God, I believe, will fill him with the Holy Spirit. I believe God can give him the gift of the Holy Ghost today. Such a sincere young man that believe that God is able to do spiritual things for him. It's so wonderful to see people coming out in this last day and receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you'll sing a song, you'll bear with me. I'll, I'll get changed. And we just want to take our brother down, baptize him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know he heard me reading a little scripture. I told him I would read it to him. I know he's read it, but I wanted him to hear it from my mouth. Amen. This is where we stand. There's no trinity. There is, a matter of fact, everything in Trinityism is not of God. It's it's paganism. It's Catholicism. It's not even Christian. You don't even call yourself a Christian church if you're baptized in three gods. If you still believe in a Trinity of God, you're not a Christian. You're a heathen worshiper. Is that right? But if you believe in Jesus Christ, He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God bless you. Sing a song there for me, my brother, and we'll.
3: When you're up against a wall And your mountain seems so tall And you realize Life's not always fair You can run away and hide Let the old man decide Or you can change your circumstances with a prayer. When everything falls apart, praise His name, oh, praise His name. When you have a broken heart,
5: here. Sorry, my brother, but death is very cold. The grave is very cold, but we're going to baptize you as quick as possibly. So we just love you today. If you just bow your heads with us and we're going to pray in Jesus' name.
1: This letter,
5: you know, father, I want to baptize my precious brother, uh, Hernan Castro, pre- precious, wonderful brother in the Lord. So I'm going to pray for him, baptize him in Jesus' name. Father, I just come before you now. As I've read the scripture, engage in anointing, Lord. You said to come, be baptized in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. And then we see in the Acts two thirty eight that uh, Peter give the, was given the key of that name. That name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And Father, our brother's been coming to church. He's been receiving the message declared to be true and wants to be baptized today. And Lord, upon the confession of our precious brother. Hernan Castro's faith. I now baptize him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Amen. Amen. Well, and
1: bless
5: brother, Lord. May the anointing rest upon him. May you continue to bless him in a special way in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Let me say something. Turn around this way, if you don't mind. Is Sister Helen there? I want to. I want to say this. I really appreciate this young man. I know he's a real seed of God. And um, Sister Helen Pius and Brother Hernan Castro will be getting married on June the 10th. Is that correct? June the 10th. So we want to say congratulations to them. We love them. We stand beside them. They're a young couple that want to serve the Lord. Congratulations. We love you. So I'm sure you'll be getting an invitation. Am I safe to say that? Amen. Praise the Lord. I might get in trouble, but you're, you're, I'm sure you'll be invited. Amen. If you're not invited, then I'm going to have to invite you to something else. But praise the Lord. God bless you. We love you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Sister Helen, God bless you. I know you're happy. You got a good one here. God bless you, brother. We love you in all our hearts. Turn around this way. Let's get a picture together. Amen. Amen. Night, appreciate you. Amen. God is good all the time, isn't he? Amen. You love the Lord so much. Listen, I know that it's spring break, and a lot of you have been probably traveling. Some of you probably are. I uh, see heads are shaking here. So what I'm going to do is omit the service here Wednesday night, and then I'm going to take a spring break too. Is that all right? Yes. Amen. No service here Wednesday night. Service will resume Sunday morning. I'll be I'll be opening them them the, those seven trumpets again on those seven feasts. Because remember, from the time from the time of the call of the trumpet, the blowing of the trumpet to the Feast of the Atonement, there were seven Sabbaths, which is 50 years, representing seven church ages, and then a rapture. So Sunday, next Sunday, by the grace of God, you are going to be blessed so tremendously beyond measure as I preach more on those uh, Feast of the Trumpets. We appreciate you. We love you. Let's be in prayer for each other. Serve the Lord. Love the Lord. Remember, brother Jonathan needs to see the young people. We're getting all that together right now for the um, youth camp. Be in prayer for this Wednesday night. I want you to do at 7 o'clock the same thing we did last Wednesday evening. Be virtual prayer meeting for you so just be in prayer concerning all the needs here we'll send out some more prayer requests we love and appreciate you meet you back here the lord willing on uh sunday morning on saturday uh morning i believe at 10, 10 a.m is the uh, sh- is the shower for naomi so let's just um be in prayer concerning that all are welcome and uh we appreciate your support for our precious sweetheart it's hard for me to believe my baby is having a baby but praise god you know that. God bless you. And thank you for being kind to her and generous to her. We appreciate all of you. Next time, I guess the sisters Week meeting is on Saturday morning here at 10 a.m. for a Naomi shower. And then I'll see you here Sunday. God bless you. Remember, Wednesday night, this virtual prayer meeting at 7 p.m. be in prayer. We'll send out the needs again. And have a good spring break. Enjoy your time away. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. All through
3: all. Through it all. I have learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God.